Hello and welcome back to another episode of FDU. I'm your host, Rob, and I'm here to take you back to school. Hello and welcome back to episode four of Fire Department University podcast. I hope that everybody is doing well since the last episode that we posted. And we would just want to say thank you again for all the support of our current followers and hopefully for some future followers. If you haven't started following our Facebook page, definitely do so. And if this is something that you think that friends or family or coworkers might enjoy these podcasts, then definitely forward the links to them and the Facebook page. That way you can always get updates on when we post new links and drop new episodes and whatnot. And if you haven't downloaded the Podbean app, then definitely do that. But we're also on all the major podcast outlets, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play. Definitely uh, keep following us, okay? Today's a very special episode. Today, as I mentioned in episode one, which was the history of the Maltese Cross, today's episode, we're going to be going into the history of St. Florian. And I know I mentioned it in episode one, but here is the day. We are going to talk about it. But I want to start this episode off with a quote from Abraham Lincoln. This quote that I hold near and dear to my heart and finally had a, a way of and a reason for using it. And this episode is perfect for this saying by Abraham Lincoln. And it goes as such, be sure you put your feet in the right place, then stand firm. And you're going to find as we go further into the history of St. Florian, how St. Florian became the patron saint of firefighters and flood victims and some various other entities. But you're going to see how that saying from Abraham Lincoln holds true to St. Florian's belief as we look at the history. And unfortunately, there was not a lot of history that I found on St. Florian. A lot of it was the same type of information on various reference outlets and websites, different Catholic websites that I looked into. A lot of them had the same exact information. So, But it is quite interesting to read about Florian and how he grew to become very highly regarded as a Roman officer and then to become known worldwide as a patron saint of firefighters. And that's what we're here to talk about today. So let's start off with St. Florian, obviously, as we mentioned already, patron saint of firefighters, flood victims, and he's also the patron saint of Linz, Austria, and the country of Poland. But he's obviously most widely known as the patron saint of firefighters. Now, some legendary acts reported of St. Florian is he is said to have once saved a town from burning by throwing a single bucket of water on the blaze, which is how he is often depicted in religious artwork, uh, murals, stained glass, statues, monuments, things like that. But he has an angel accompanying him, too, which because St. Florian went against all odds during his time as a Roman officer against the emperor's wishes to persecute Christians, St. Florian held true to his belief of being a Christian and refused to follow the orders of the emperor. And we're going to get into more the backstory on that here in a second. But I just want to go back to that saying about Abraham Lincoln and how it applies not only to this story of St. Florian himself, digging in his feet and, and standing firm for what he believed was right, but it also applies to us in our daily life, I believe. It applies to us in our careers in the fire service as well. Now, obviously, don't take the saying and utilize it for every little thing that happens at the fire station. You have to pick your battles. But if there is truly something that you believe in to make a difference in your fire department culture, your fire station in itself, then hold true to that. Dig in, stand firm. Again, pick your battles, okay? There are certain big battles that warrant people to stand firm in what they believe in, whether it's 
having a disagreement with a coworker or a disagreement with an officer. It, it just depends. So definitely pick your battles, but stay true to what you believe is right. So let's talk about Florian. Florian was born around 250 AD in what is now present-day Austria. He did join the Roman army as a soldier and then worked his way up the ranks to where he became a commander. And through him being a commander and an officer, he eventually became an administrative role and basically commanded an entire legion of a province, which was Noricum province, which is present-day Austria as well. Not only did he have to be in charge as a commanding officer of a legion, run a administrative realm of things as a government worker at this point too in this province, but he also started creating fire brigades because we have to think back, as big as the Roman Empire was, they didn't have fire brigades. They basically left firefighting to the local neighborhood where a fire would break out or if a conflagration occurred within Rome or any other region or province or city then the imperial army would be the ones that would have to come in and fight the fire. And, a and we know conflagrations like basically multiple city blocks are burning down. So that's when the army would come in and do it. But if it was like just a regular structure fire or a small fire, then the locals, the civilians in that neighborhood would be the ones to fight the fire. So Florian creating these fire brigades was way, way, way proactive as opposed to being reactive. So he basically trained an elite group of Roman soldiers that's sole purpose was to fight fires. Uh, fire brigades he created, he would divide them into companies of about 50 men, and they were stationed throughout the city. Their responsibilities would include constant patrol throughout the city to watch for small fires so they could contain the small fires before they grew and took a whole building. But if they, for some reason, did come across a fire that was too big to control, then they would form a line, uh, basically a bucket brigade from the nearest public fountain and throw water on the fire. Now, obviously, these this was a dangerous job because no SCBAs, buckets. So it was at the how full is the bucket and how fast do we get the bucket there while the fire is growing. So obviously, it's extremely dangerous work for them. But it was very dangerous because if the fire was in an upper floor of a rickety old tenement, these tenements back then could be anywhere from three to six stories tall. So let's like think back to a lot of the monuments that we see in ancient Rome that are still standing to this day in present day Rome and various other areas that the Roman Empire reached all the way up to England, bridges, aqueducts, and all that for the water, these things are still standing. So we have to think in Rome and other large cities, the monuments and a lot of the buildings were made of marble or concrete. But when you got outside of that area of the main like downtown, if you will, of these cities, the slums were all wood frame structures, and we know how wood frame structures operate when there's an uncontrolled fire going. So that's what made the work for these firefighters so dangerous. But they took on the job. They followed through with what their orders were from Florian, and they did this selfless act as we currently do now as firefighters. And that's one thing that I like to do with these, these history episodes is to kind of just show that. It's good to know where we came from and the individuals that laid the foundation for what we do now as firefighters, whether it's the American Fire Service or anywhere else in the world, firefighters, that these individuals laid the foundation for us to be where we are now. And obviously, we have drastic technological advances since Florian's day of bucket brigades. But the point is, they still took on this dangerous, selfless act to go fight fires 
and help people that they didn't even know during the worst day of their life. So with that said, the thing about the Roman firefighters, because they were an elite class, they were actually called the equestrian class, and they were highly trained and paid compared to other soldiers. And they were distinguished from other regular Roman soldiers because the firefighters wore green tunics rather than red. So that's how you knew that these soldiers themselves, these were the firefighters. So Florian being a Roman commander, an administrator in charge of a whole province, created fire brigades and trained these elite soldiers to be firefighters. You can see he wore a lot of hats, but he was also given another hat to wear by the emperor at the time, which was Emperor Diocletian. And Emperor Diocletian ordered the persecution of Christians in his Roman Empire. And Florian was not safe from getting these orders to have to persecute Christians in his region. With that said, this leads to many stories of the faithful Christian religion that have obviously come down through the churches. But among these stories of Christian persecution and martyrdom, Florian ended up becoming one of those. But to continue on with the story, we have to look back. The last and most severe persecution of Christians in the Roman Empire was between 303 AD and lasted until 313 AD. And under the rule of this emperor, Diocletian, many Christians were forced to choose between renouncing the faith or being martyred. It was at this time that Florian was responsible for condemning and eliminating Christianity in his region under the orders of the emperor. Despite being a firefighter, Florian and his guard were ordered to burn Christian churches, their books, and homes of Christians. Everything that he stood for with creating those fire brigades, he had to go against by following these orders of the Roman emperor and creating fire when he was tasked with fighting fire. So it's a bit ironic. But around 284 AD, Florian had converted to Christian faith. And obviously this was an extremely dangerous move in this time with this emperor that was looking at trying to take down the Christian religion and snuff it out, basically. So as a Christian himself, Florian would not take part in these horrible acts of persecution that were ordered. And obviously reports of this failure to follow the directives from the emperor made their way back to Rome and the emperor. And the emperor was extremely upset about this. So he sent one of his high-ranking officials named Aquilius to investigate the reports that Florian was not following orders of persecuting Christians. So as Aquilius arrived and was inquiring about Florian's refusal, Florian is reported of saying to Aquilius, tell the emperor that I am a Christian and will suffer the same fate as the Christians. Well, Aquilius was taken aback by this. Aquilius trying to do damage control at this point because Florian was very highly regarded as a commanding officer and an administrator. He offered uh, Florian a raise and a promotion to hopefully change his mind. But Florian refused, and this completely outraged Aquilius. So Aquilius ordered that Florian be initially whipped as an incentive to renounce his faith and offer a sacrifice to the Roman gods, but Florian refused to make the sacrifice to the Roman gods, further standing firm on the fact that he is a Christian and he is not renouncing his faith. He told Aquilius that, I've suffered many wounds for the emperor, and therefore why should he fear a few scratches for his own beliefs? His courage completely scared Aquilius at this point. So you can see the progression here. Oh, you know what? You're, you're not of sound mind. Here, have a promotion. Here's a raise for you. Oh, you don't want that? Okay. Now we're going to whip you and make you have to sacrifice something to the Roman gods. And hopefully that'll change your mind to renounce your faith. And then that didn't work. So now Aquilius is like, okay, there's no reasoning with Florian at this point. So Aquilius got scared that this would eventually spread to 
other soldiers and cause a rebellion. So this obviously brought Florian's Christian faith out in the open and brought him to be judged by his fellow soldiers. So he would not denounce his faith, and therefore the decision was made to burn him at the stake. But Florian is reputed to have challenged the Roman soldiers to light the fire, saying to them, if you do, I will climb to heaven on the flames. And the soldiers being apprehensive with these words that Florian spoke to them, instead of burning Florian at the stake, they tortured him instead, and then they executed him by tying a large stone around his neck and throwing him into the Ennis River. Florian died in 304 AD, a year after Emperor Diocletian began the persecution of Christians. A Christian woman named Valeria recovered Florian's body and gave him a proper Christian burial. His remains were eventually moved to the Augustinian Abbey of St. Florian in modern-day Linz, Austria. And in the 12th century, King Casimir of Poland asked Pope Lucius III that St. Florian's remains be sent to him in Poland. And this is how, subsequently, St. Florian became a patron saint of Poland. Looking back on how Florian really left a mark on the fire service, and in Europe, mainly in Austria and Germany, Florian, the name, the word, is synonymous with fighting fires. And when there's a radio communication of Florian on the radio, that is the sign to send the fire department to fight a fire that's burning right now. So to this day, Florian's name is used as a code on radio channels in Europe to basically say, we have fire, we need firefighters here. So the lasting impression that Florian left on the fire service is huge. And not only did Florian leave this legacy of being highly regarded, staying firm to his beliefs in the face of adversity and attrition, but he also paved the way for symbols, whether it's the code Florian over the radio to tell you, hey, we have a fire burning, send the firefighters, or the Florian cross, which obviously, like I said in episode one, the history of the Maltese cross, that whether you look at it, depending on where you are, whether it's in Europe or somewhere else in the world, the Maltese cross is the symbol of the fire service. And yes, we call it the Maltese cross here in the American fire service. But if you compare Maltese cross and the St. Florian's cross, our Maltese cross that we call it here looks more like the Florian cross. So like I said, though, in the episode one, I've always called it the Maltese cross. I'm never going to not call it that. But it's just one of those things that Florian's legacy is kind of all over. Just uh, that's that's one thing that we can't you know shy away from that Florian is kind of all throughout the fire service, whether it's the American fire service or the world fire service. And I leave you with this. And I conclude this episode with the firefighter's prayer. When I am called to duty, God, wherever flames may rage, give me the strength to save some life, whatever it be its age. Help me embrace a little child before it is too late, or save an older person from the horror of that fate. Enable me to be alert to hear the weakest shout and quickly and efficiently to put the fire out. I want to fill my calling and to give the best in me, to guard my every neighbor and protect his property. And if according to my fate, I am to lose my life, please bless with your protecting hand my children and my spouse. Amen. So that's the conclusion of episode four, the history of St. Florian. I hope you enjoyed it. And again, if you have any questions or if you want to see different topics, definitely follow us on Facebook and and give me ideas for it uh, because I'm always looking for ideas. I'm always looking to talk to people about the fire service because as you know, I can't get enough of this job. I love being a firefighter. It's the greatest thing that anybody could do. And I wear that pride of being a firefighter like a badge of honor. And I hope that you do as well. So please definitely um, 
follow us on Facebook and message me if you have any ideas for future episodes. Stay safe out there. Take care. We will see you on the next episode. Have a good one.